Welcome to Davy IDP Grind episode number 26. I am your host, Daryl Winstead. Some of you may know me as by the name of Hollywood. Welcome to the show. First off, sorry that it's been about a month since we've recorded. Uh, just kind of a slow period. Then I was sick there for a little bit for a week or so. So we're back at it now. Lots of stuff to get uh, caught up on. Lots of new uh rules and changes being made um just so much going on right now so we will get into it and i've got some news on some other stuff that i will be coming up with in future episodes so you'll want to stay tuned for that um once again apologies for not putting out a show as of late but we are back on the grind now and we will get this uh coming to you each week and keeping you caught up to date on everything so let's get right into it. Um, news and notes. There's a lot of lot of good stuff uh, that's been happening. One has been uh, the SEC, along with some other ones, but the SEC re most recently has now allowing interconference transfers, which means you can go from Georgia to Florida, Florida to Alabama, wherever you want to in your conference, not have to sit out a year, not have to have the coaches hold you back or anything like that. It's immediate. You can go play for another school as part of that one-time transfer rule that the NCAA has. Um, you know, used to you had to transfer out of conference or even in some cases transfer down divisions to be able to play immediately. Uh, but the one-time transfer rules kind of changed the landscape of college football now. And now these conferences that had these rules in place are kind of being, I won't say forced, but nudged, you know, or kind of, hey, they're doing it. You need to do it too. So, which works both ways, you know, it, it, for these teams. You know, you don't want them to go into your rival in your conference, but at the same time, you may be getting something from your rival. So, uh, that was a big piece of news that came out. Um recruiting you know due to covid everything was shut down for a while you couldn't have in-house visits any of this stuff they completely shut down recruiting it opened up on june the first and it's been a whirlwind whirlwind of activity on the recruiting trails some of the big stars are already lining up to uh set up visits and i've already made visits like this past weekend it, there was visits in tennessee already i mean that quickly um as soon as things were opening back up uh and now that the recruiting is opened up it's it's like free agency period uh of the nfl for the uh college teams you know because they can they can go get these kids and and get them committed or, or whatever but um, that's been going on um i'm going to try to go down these news and notes as i can uh, from most recent to a little ways back like i said it's been a month so we've got a lot to catch up on um probably more out there than i'm going to discuss but I'm hitting some of the bigger notes, some of the more important ones um, to try to get you caught up real quick. Um, this one just, we were talking about the recruiting opening back up. Right here's one. Oregon received a verbal commit from 2022 four-star nose tackle, Sir Males. Sh chose the Ducks over, uh, yeah, he chose the Ducks over USC in Washington. 
that's a huge get for them. Six four three ten, big monster. Uh, that's a huge get for Oregon. And I do believe I'd have to go back and check his name. I can't remember who it was. His teammate, also a four star linebacker, was in uh, Eugene this week, or Oregon this weekend to uh, have a visit as well. So I'm not sure if they got him committed or anything, but uh, Sir Smells is a big boy and he did commit to the Ducks. And that will be uh, a big piece for their defensive line. Ole Miss linebacker. Um, Jaquez Jones has entered the transfer portal um, for the past two seasons, back-to-back -back seasons of 70-plus tackles for the Rebels. Uh, losing him is going to be a huge blow to that defense. They're going to have to fill that up. Um, be interesting to see where he lands. Is it in conference? Is he going somewhere else? Uh, be interesting to see just uh, who – lines up to uh, ask for his services. Mississippi State received a verbal commit from 2022 four-star defensive end Don Terry Russell. Uh, he's one of the more higher-rated defensive ends in, in next year's class, uh, so it's good to see them. They need some help rushing the passer, so it's, it's good to see them get that commit there, even if it is a verbal. Uh, here's another one. Notre Dame received a verbal from 2022 four-star corner Jaden Mickey. Uh, you know, they're trying to solidify their secondary. So these recruits, now that this is open back up, you're going to see a lot of this recruiting news over probably it, next month or so, and then I expect a little drop-off, and then it's going to pick back up when college football season starts and high school seasons are back in play and all this. But uh, – for the next month, I think you're going to see a lot of these commitments and stuff uh, real heavy for the next month or so. Okay, moving along. Whew, these these next couple are rough. <laughs> Linebacker Henry Tootoo officially transferred from Tennessee to Alabama. He had entered the portal back at the beginning of the year, had been kind of sitting out there. And I think the reason why is he was waiting for the SEC to lift that ban or I don't I still won't say ban. Well it is a ban. Interconference transfer ban where you could not tra transfer from one school to another in the conference without setting out a year or whatever. So I think that's what he was waiting on. Um it was kind of leaked that Alabama was where he was going. Uh and then once the um transfer interconference transfer rule was uh, done away with uh he immediately uh come out and said yeah I'm going to the Crimson Tide. Now, if you have him in your IDP Debbie leagues, this is not a bad thing. As bad as I hate to say it, this is not a bad thing for him. Uh, this is actually going to be good. Um, if anything, I hope, I think it helps, if I could talk, it boosts his value as a fantasy option. Um, while he did everything for the Vols and was clearly their best player on defense, um, he's going to go to Alabama now where he's surrounded by other four- and five-star players, other NFL-caliber players. He's not going to be relied on to carry the entire team so he can play his game and focus on what he needs to. And for Alabama, it's good for them. You know, they lost Dylan Moses, who just wasn't the same after the knee injury. Um, this gives them the replacement that they were looking for there. Uh, Toa Toa has two years left 
uh, of eligibility if he stays. You know, I hope he does because I've got him on some of <laughs> my college Davy teams. So I'm definitely needing him there. But that's a good move if you have him on your Davy rosters or your college teams. Toto is going to be a major player for the next year, maybe two. Um, another Tennessee transfer, Quavaris Couch, the linebacker. He went from Tennessee to Michigan State. Not as high-profiled or as talented as Toto, um, but I do like the, the get for Michigan State. I think it helps upgrade their linebacking group. Uh, solid player, not the athlete or impact player that Toto was, but a very solid linebacker uh, uh, who is smart and, and can get the job done for you. So I like that for the Spartans. Uh, you know, with those two, that left a big hole for Tennessee to fill. Uh, you know, you're basically your top two tacklers, if I remember correctly, off your team. So you got a lot of space to fill there, which they did, um, so to speak. Uh, they got an incoming transfer from Texas, linebacker Jawan Mitchell. Uh, he actually led the Longhorns last year with 62. Uh, so they went with the transfer portal route to try to fill some of these holes that's been left open. Now they have some in-house candidates as well that are going to have to stay step up and help fill that role because they're just not going to be able to fill it all through the transfer portal. But, um, you know, it's, it's good to see that they got a quality player back. And from what I have seen, he is just everywhere. I mean, he's an all-out player. And from what I've heard and read from some of his teammates and coaches, he's one hell of a player. So they, they think the Vols are getting an excellent linebacker to help fill a void left by Toto and Crouch. Uh, moving along here. Iowa received a verbal commitment from 2022 four-star defensive lineman Aaron Graves, um, which is huge for the Hawkeyes. Um, you know, over the last few years, they've been kind of churning out defensive linemen. A.J. Epinesa, Chauncey Goldston, um, but, uh, yeah, some other guys that they've had that's come out. So, you know, when you get rolling like that, some of these they don't some of these players they don't stay there full four years you know yeah uh, they come out early as a junior or in some cases they do stay but when you get that talent rolling like that like in alabama you can expect them to come out after a junior year just about every time and which puts the clock pressure clock on you a little bit to get these incoming recruits in get them trained up and get them ready to go faster than you normally would and i know it's just a year but still that it forces your hand a little bit. Uh, but good get for Aaron Graves. Uh, watch some of his high school tape. He is just a beast, and uh, I think he's going to fit real in real well with the Hawkeyes. Uh, moving along here. Cornerback Quinterio Cole transferred from Alcorn State to Louisville. Uh, so he's making the jump up uh, from SCFS. FCS to FBS uh, did not play in 2020 as Alcorn State, you know, with the COVID thing, some of the teams selected to not play in the spring. So they did not, he did not play this 
2021 spring, as I like to call it, season. But in 2019, he was one of the best cornerbacks in the FCS level, uh, just a playmaker uh, for Alcorn State. So now he's moving up to Louisville. Uh, that's a good, good get for the Cardinals. Um, next up, and pardon me because I'm going to butcher this name, linebacker Pele Keote, uh has transferred from USC to Texas, has had some injury issues a little bit in his time at USC. Um, not sure why he's transferring, but he is leaving or has left and is now in Texas. So, you know, they lost Jawan Mitchell to us, and now they're getting Gaoteote uh, from uh, USC. So you can see how this transfer portal kind of works. You know, you, you may lose one here, but you can get somebody else from here, and it's just a, it's a domino cycle a lot of times. But I'm sorry I had to get a drink there. Okay, let's see. Defensive tackle Caleb Trembley has transferred from USC to Tennessee. So, you know, like Tennessee losing some, USC has lost a few. Um, they're losing their big defensive tackle. Uh, Tennessee needed some help up front. Probably been one of our quote-unquote strengths as we've had some numbers and some big guys up front. Maybe not stars, but getting Trembley will definitely uh, help upgrade that group. Uh, be exciting to see what he can do in the orange and white. Um, kind of going on here. Uncommitted five-star defensive tackle, J another name, JT Tuamola. Nailed it. Thank you. Is a holdover from the 2021 class if, for all you recruiting heads. But he's a holdover from the 2021 class, which is rare. You really don't – once that cycle kind of switches to 2022 or the next year, you traditionally don't see a lot of holdovers. You know, they by the time that recruiting cycle ends and starts the new one, usually everybody's committed, especially high caliber. But he's he was still out there uh, – and has visits set up. I think part of the problem was he wanted to commit, but he wanted to get his last visits in. Then COVID hit and shut everything down. Uh, I think he just wanted to be sure on his decision because it's a big decision where you're going, who you're playing for and all this. And, uh, you know, is it where you're going to live for the potentially the next four years? Um, but he has visits set up with Washington, USC, Ohio State, Oregon and Alabama for June. So he is going to be busy this month. Um, whoever wins him is getting a big prize uh, recruit that's potentially a game-changing player for them. Uh, you know, you're, you're thinking, well, Oregon and Alabama and Ohio State, they always get these guys. But, you know, the more bullets you have, the more you can fire at your opponents. Um and I've watched uh, some of Tuamola's tape, and he is really, really good. Um, now we're getting into a little bit of some older news. Well, we've kind of been there, but uh, linebacker Devin Richardson has transferred uh, from New Mexico State to Texas. Uh, the 2019 freshman All-American will have three years of eligibility left for the Longhorns, which is huge. 
Um, his freshman tape and film is just amazing. Uh, I think he was a former safety, actually, and transferred to linebacker. Uh, but his tape that year, his freshman All-American season, whew, something to watch. Uh, and now Texas, Texas is going to get him. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with such a talented player. Uh, can't wait to watch some of those games. Uh, defensive line Ricky Barber Jr. transferred from Western Kentucky to UCF. Uh, another talented defensive lineman that's looking to go elsewhere. Had a pretty good season for Western Kentucky. Now he's looking to go move south to UCF and uh, and help them there. Um, Texas A&M received a verbal commit from 2022 four-star defensive end Malik Silla. Uh, another very good pass rusher. Seems like uh, the Aggies kind of load up. Each and every year, uh, you know, had one of the better teams in college football the past few seasons, uh, and now they're getting somebody else to help them with their pass rush. LSU received a verbal commitment from 2022 five-star safety Jacoby Matthews. Huge get for them at LSU, as we know. Turns out the safeties with um, Jamal Adams and Grant Delpit and, and you know, you've got these corners in um, Christian Fulton, so they've their secondary has been huge the last few years, and it looks like they're getting another stud in Jacoby Matthews. Go watch his tape. It's his high school tape. It's something to see. Really good athlete, uh, kind of long and lengthy and will hit you, uh, which fits exactly what the Tigers and Ed Orgeron uh, want down there at LSU. Uh, Clemson defensive end Justin Foster. Now, if you remember – he retired in 2020 due to he caught COVID, had some complications, uh, just didn't think he was going to be able to get over those, uh, and he retired. Well, a year later, here we are, and he's decided to return. So he is back with the Clemson Tigers for the 2021 season. Uh, appears to be healthy, good to go, so he wanted to play, return to football, and uh, that's good to see that he's back and will be a big part of that defense for the Tigers. Um, Kennesaw State linebacker Bryson Armstrong has entered the transfer portal. Uh, FCS, FCS stud linebacker. Uh, just, you know, they didn't play this past season. Uh, 41 career games, 100 or 254 no, 284 career tackles, 34 and a half tackles for a loss, 17 sacks, five interceptions, uh, 16 pass deflections, five forced fumbles and recoveries, two block kicks, a stud. Be interesting to see where he goes. Does he try to move up? Does he take a lateral move at the FCS level and go to maybe a better team? Uh, be interesting to see where he lands, but definitely one I'm keeping my eye on um, in the transfer portal. Um, linebacker Jalen Sneed, 2022 four-star recruit, has narrowed his list down uh, that he's willing to commit to. Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Oregon, and Tennessee are the leaders uh, for his pledge to them, you know, to pledge to play there. So uh, that's his uh, top five right now. 
no one, as I had seen, there was no one initial leader over the rest. I, he just named those five, and I think he's setting up some uh, visits and stuff. So uh, good to see that Tennessee's in the in the hunt for some of these big name players uh, as we need them, and it's good for these other schools too. Um, Tennessee's been in here a lot. Uh, Jackson State, you know, they're coached by head coach Deion Sanders. Um, they received a verbal commitment from 2021 four-star recruit defensive tackle Katron Evans. Yes, that Katron Evans, who was originally committed to Tennessee and before the coaching change and all this fallout, uh, but he entered the portal and Jackson State's picked him up. Huge, huge get for Deion Sanders. And if you've been following that news, he's put an all-star cast of coaches together and he is getting some big-time talent down there at Jackson State. Had a pretty good season this year. Um, he continues to do this and then get these kids coached up. Jackson State's going to be a major player at the FCS level. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him competing for some championships real soon. A um, couple more here. Clemson transfer corner Darian Kendrick has committed to Georgia. Uh, he had, you know, had some issues off the field, uh, decided to leave, hung out there in the transfer portal for a while. There was rumors maybe he comes back, maybe he goes here, there, and everywhere else. Then Georgia kind of popped up. Uh, that name was out there for a while. Not sure why it took so long, because I seen this news about a month ago that he was, yeah, close to a month ago that he was headed to Georgia. And for whatever reason, it just did not happen right away. I don't know if they were something academically something off the field that he needed to take. I do not know what it was. If he was undecided, if, if Georgia was undecided, I, I just don't know what that is. But he, Kendrick is a huge player, played a huge role for the, the Clemson the last couple of years. So Georgia, sorry, Georgia is getting a huge player here. And not only that, it feels a huge need for them. They lost Eric Stokes. They lost Tyson Campbell. They lost Richard LeConte. They lost Mark Webb. Their secondary took a huge hit because they all went to the draft or whatever. Uh, so getting Kendrick is huge for them. Uh, if you've got him on your fantasy teams, Davey fantasy teams, definitely keep him uh, ready to go. If you can pick him up, especially if you play in deep Davey leagues where you position specific, and you start corners, he's one you're going to want. Uh, very talented player. Needs to uh, keep his head straight, keep his nose clean, and, and focus on football and his schooling, and he'll be fine. Last piece of news and notes, the Georgia Bulldogs, again, receive verbal commitments from 2022 four-star linebacker C.J. Washington and defensive tackle Bear Alexander. Both of these are two studs. Uh, Washington is a legit linebacker that'll help them. But if you've not seen Bear Alexander, I suggest you go watch his high school team, team film. He is a bear, to say the least. A uh, huge gift for them. A highly prized 
recruit that everyone was after, and he decided to go to the Bulldogs. If you're, again, Devi, IDP, or college leagues, campus to Canton leagues, you want Bear Alexander on your team. Uh, right now, you know, if he's going to have four years of eligibility for you uh, starting next year. Um, interesting to see how good he is right out the gate. Is he going to be, and I hate to compare players, but is he going to be a Brian Breesy type? Uh, you know, the big monster down there for Clemson, or is it going to take him a little bit? Um, I think they get him coached up right away. I think he plays early. Uh, so we're talking about, I get the question, well, why are we always looking at high schoolers? And this is why. Sure, they're not eligible now, but you want these guys on your radar because not everybody listens to the WIDP grind. Not everybody listens to these college uh, podcasts or follows the recruiting news. They just know what they see on their team, their conference. Uh, so if you can get an advantage, this is huge. Make a note, defensive tackle, Barry Alexander, Georgia. Then when you start having your drafts, your auctions, this, you know, you're going to be more prepared. Your teams are going to be better for it. Um, and you're going to be set up for the long haul better because if you don't know these names, you're going to be chasing names that are recent that you've heard that's already been in school. You know, your Toa-Toas or, or your Kayvon Thibodeaux or Mike Roses, players that you already know, which those should already be rostered, but you're going to be chasing names like that. If you can get these kids on your roster as incoming freshmen, you have a potential for four years of control of them on your team, which is going to be huge. And then if they pan out, you've got a bigger sample size of watching them play, how they produce. Then you've got a better understanding when they head to the NFL draft three or four years later, you've got a better understanding of their value, what they will do at the next level or can do at the next level. And it's just going to make your teams so much better. So, um, and that's part of the, my big appeal with IDP Debbie, um, because you, it just falls into place. So that's why I like to look at these high school players that's coming out, these big studs. You get on them early. You can get them on your teams. And then, you know, if you're stacked at a position, you can trade them for something else you need because fantasy managers are always trading for potential, just like draft picks. They're always trading for draft picks where they're always trading for potential. So uh, you can use that to your advantage as well. So that does it for the news and notes. I would like to thank MyFantasyLeague.com. Uh, they are a sponsor of us, an IDP Nation podcast. They do our charity leagues, all that good stuff. They do so much for the community, helping charities out, uh, our listener leagues. Um, something I have an idea for that I may go try to do in the future is maybe an IDP uh, Divi college league or maybe a campus to Kent. I, I want to see what the interest in that would be before I it probably won't happen this year uh, but maybe next year be something I'm looking at getting set up. I want to take my time and get that set up correctly. 
um, moving along here. Oh, and I want to thank uh, also Thrive Fantasy app. It's a sports player prop site that you can go on and bet on. Uh, 100-yard games, uh, 10 tackle games. Uh, you know, they do all kinds of sports, football, baseball, basketball. Uh, go on there, use the promo code DIGIT100, and they will – you can get your um, deposit match up to, I think it's 50 bucks from them. So if you put in 50, they'll match you 50 and uh, get you started there. Um, now, I call it the main event. Um, it's it's not actually the main event. It's more of a congratulations thing here. I wanted to get caught up on some of the news and notes. But if you are a diehard fan of the college game, uh, you know while the NCAA has been over, we've had a spring league with the FCS. Uh, they just recently closed up their season national championship last weekend, um, which was a great game. San Houston State versus South Dakota State for the FCS national championship. That's Division Two, And, man, what a game it was. Sam Houston, the Bearcats win 23 to 21 um, to win their first ever FCS title. Um, just such a good game. It was just back and forth uh, all game long. The Bearcats cap off an undefeated season 10 and 0, uh, 6 and 0 in their conference, uh, 6 and 0 at home, 3 and 0 on the road. Then one and zero at a neutral site. Uh, just man, they balled out that game uh, back and forth. As I said, uh, a lot of good players had big games there. Quentin Brown, Tristan McCollum, uh, Zion McCollum, uh, Quentin Brown, Trevor Williams. Just on and on and on. Such a huge game. Want to congratulate them on winning a national championship and then as of as of most recently we had as of yesterday the national junior college uh national championship and that had hutchison community college out in kansas versus snow college which i believe is out in utah and uh, they went at it yesterday in, a, again, another close game that went back and forth. Snow College was out front uh, early, 14-3. You saw Hutchison come back to take a take the lead up uh, in the third. Then from there, it kind of went back and forth. And Hutchison, the number one team in the country, beats number two, Snow College, 29-27. What a game. Um that was uh, something else I'm working on. But the young man, I've got his name written down over here. I just have to find it. But uh, he had a huge sack. You can find it uh, on my Twitter page where I posted. Uh, he gets a huge sack to stop a drive midway through the fourth quarter for Hutchison. Uh, and then later with a minute, uh, I think it was like a minute and 11 seconds left, 
he gets a huge interception to seal the win for Hutchison. The Blue Dragons, they win 29-27. And just like the Bearcats at Division II, Hutchison caps off an undefeated season 8-0 and were able to claim their first ever National Junior College Championship in the school's 89-year history. Now, if you've followed college football kind of deep, you know Hutchison uh, Community College is a, a pretty good college. They turn out a lot of players. A lot of Division One schools look at Hutchison because they're one of the better teams in the country at that level. A lot of Division One schools look down there to get those uh, – community college transfers up and there's some good players down there. So congrats to them. Hutchison, congrats to uh, Sam Houston state uh, for back-to-back weeks of those winning national championships. You can congratulations guys. You can call yourself national champions. Uh, Been busy here. It's been a while, been a while. So it's taken me a little bit to get caught back up. Um, Again, want to congratulate those teams. And then to piggyback off of that, starting next week, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I'm going to be doing some more player interviews. And I've got, um, I've got a couple scheduled for the next two weeks. Um, so we will see how that goes. I'm going to, I'm not sure when the show will drop. Um, I have to get with them and see what their schedules are. That's kind of been a delay too with some of these uh, FCS and Division Two guys. They've still been playing their seasons. So I've kind of had to wait because they've been busy with practice and all that. Then, you know, the Division One guys, they've been doing their thing. So I've kind of had to, pause everything with the podcast for about a month, like I said. So, but we're back now. I got some interviews lined up. I got two, three, four, sure. It's just getting with them on their schedule. So um, I'll be doing a podcast regardless each week, getting you caught up, all the recruiting news and all that stuff. Um, but it might not be the same day every week just because some of these interviews are – uh, I'm basing it and working with the players on uh, when they're going to be available. So just be patient. We'll get one out each and every week to you. Um, as always, send your questions in. Uh, you know who you should, who you want me to look at. Uh, what's your thoughts on certain players? You know, any questions for your Devi teams or your college teams or campus to Canton leagues? Um, let me know, and I'll be more than happy to answer those for you. So. Um, yeah, so that was the big news. I, I've got some players coming up uh, next few weeks for some interviews. Uh, we love those. Such good insight to hear and see how they feel about things, what they're seeing, and all that good stuff. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Um, it's a busy time. I expect a lot of news now that the recruiting's back up. You're going to see that. The transfer portal's wide open. Um, teams, a lot of teams have already had their spring games, of course. So now they're going to be looking at this summer. Okay, what areas 
do we need to work on? What areas are we not as strong at? Where do we need to attack? Do we need to look at the transfer portal and try to get some guys in here? Do we need some depth? All that good stuff. So there's going to be a lot of news coming and going as far as recruiting and transfers this month. So um, excited to see what all that brings. Of course, we've got the interviews coming. Uh, as always, once again, please send me your questions, trades, whatever, for your Devi leagues, your um, campus to Canton leagues, college only leagues. Um, let me know. Give me a shout out. At, uh, you can hit me on Twitter at Hollywood Titan. Uh, just DM me or just tag me on your post for everybody to see, and I'll get those to you. You can all hit, also hit follow our Twitter handle at Devi IDP Grind Podcast. Spread the word. Get us some uh, more followers. Um, also working on some other stuff. Trying to work on some other stuff. Maybe getting a couple guests to come on, uh, maybe some NFL type stuff. Uh, we'll see. It's a work in progress, so um, be exciting to see who and what that is and uh, and work on that. So with that, we are back. Recruiting is in full swing. Uh, transfer portal is in full swing. And uh, football season is two months away, people. August, you know, we usually start around August, September. This is June. Here we are. So we're about two months away. So now's the time to prepare. If you haven't already started, you need to get your stuff in order now. Know these names, know what they are doing, where they're at, where they're going, all that good stuff. And um, just get ready. I mean, it'll be here before you know it. It's the great stuff. So, um, Without further ado, I, like I said, I know I missed some stuff on the news and notes, but there was just so much where I took off a month uh, to catch up on. I tried to hit the highlights and stuff, but we'll be back in the swing of it uh, now. So I've got it covered. Uh, just let me know what you think. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Uh, I appreciate each and one of y'all that reach out to me in social media. Uh, I know we have a uh, Barry Baker who listens to both of my podcasts. Uh, this one and IDP Nation, he's always interacting, asking questions and trades and stuff like that. Um, so thank you, Barry, for, for uh, following us. Um, he even had a player for me to look at, which I'm going to do this week. And you know, I said, hey, is there anybody you want me to look at and, and break down for you? So, uh, you know, when I try to do that, I'm going to try to give you the, the football breakdown of it as well as the fantasy side of it so um thank you very i'll be looking at that guy this week and i'll let you know next week what i think about him and anybody else send your uh, players in you want me to look at i can't look at everybody so there's you know there's people i don't know so bring them to my attention and i'll i'll give them a look and uh and let you know what i think but um it's been fun it's felt great to get back and do this again college is just so exciting um, you know, I started out playing fantasy football, NFL, and and I always watched college, and I was like, man, college would be fun to do too, and I got into it, and then I realized that it just, it fed into the NFL, and I felt so much more prepared knowing uh, about the college side for the NFL side, and it's actually helped me in a lot of ways, uh, kind of what helped me get into started writing, which has led to the podcasting, so um it's been a fun adventure, and I hope to keep it going. So thank you all for listening. 
Uh, thank you for your time, and I will be back next week, hopefully with an interview. Um, but if not, I will be back next week with some more IDP Devi nuggets for you. Have a good weekend. Um, enjoy your summer, and uh, get your fancy teams ready. Let's do this. Good. Bye.